Hi, my name is Josie Dulles. So for me, a big marker of adulthood was getting my first job after college that didn't have an end date. Before that, I had had lots of jobs, but they had been summer jobs or work-study jobs, and I was cool because I knew I was leaving. It was all good. But when I graduated, I took a job at this groovy little startup that was kind of cool in the mid-90s, um, this groovy little coffee shop that was conveniently located next to where my parents and I lived, um, this little coffee shop called Starbucks. Um, and it was miserable. I tried to quit once a week um, and was never, they kept reeling me back in with weird things like your management material. And I was like, uh, I don't know what that means, but definitely not. Um, and other such promises, but I, I kept staying. and. In my time there, I worked there for about nine months, um, I had a, a couple of revelations. One of my revelations was about the economy and like capitalism and commerce. And you know, at the kind of revelation you can only have when you open up a box that has been delivered from corporate headquarters with signage about reduced fat blueberry muffins. And I was like, wait, is this a typo? Did they mean signs? Because, like, what is signage? That's just a weird word that doesn't mean anything except for signs. Um, and, and, and everything, you know, this, this mentality kind of being part of this corporate machine, this leviathan. I mean, in the 90s, Starbucks had this mentality of conquering the world. They, I, they taught me at this weird, like, three-day training I had to go to, among many other brainwashing things, um, we will have 2,000 stores by the year 2000. And I was like, oh, okay, when's payday? Like, I didn't hear it all. And uh, right now they have 20,000 stores, by the way, so. Um, so, but this seeped into my everyday life. I would like get a cup, you know, of coffee from somewhere else and, and I would look at the cup and I'd be like, oh my God, this cup. Like this, somebody, a board, somebody in a boardroom was like, you know what, we should make the cup blue. And everyone was like, yeah. And then they like packed all the, somebody packed all the cups together and like somebody like put them in a box and somebody taped the box and somebody put the box in a truck and somebody drove the truck to the store and somebody unloaded the box and somebody poured me the coffee. And I was like, oh my God. Um, my second revelation was about humans and um, our need for kindness um, and our need for ritual. Um, being working in a coffee shop, you see people pretty much like at their lowest pre-caffeine, um, and I was I was nice despite my like deep existential <laughs> crisis that I was going through at the time. I was pretty nice to everybody, and I think about once a day I thought someone was going to jump over the counter and hug me because I was nice to them. Um, and there was this one guy that I I really felt like I had a deep relationship with, um, Grande Decaf. He came in every day. Um, at around 8.30 in the morning. And I kind of made up a whole narrative around him. He was like kind of sad and handsome and um, like possibly recently divorced, at least I was hoping. And um, although now, you know, today I realize I was like, wait, grande decaf is me. Not that I'm recently divorced, but I'm like for in my early 40s and sort of sad. Um, anyway, so grande decaf and I, and you know, I, I created all these stories in my head about me, our future together and what drove him to drink decaf. And then finally, one day I asked him, I said, grande decaf, 
why? Why do you drink decaf in the morning? And he said, um, he said, if, if I drank caffeine, I would wake up and realize I hate what I do. <laughs> like, what do you do with that? I was like, oh my God. Which leads me to Revelation 3, which was that I hated this job. I sucked at it. I did it didn't feed me in any way other than the free reduced fat blueberry scones that I could take home at the end of the day. Um, it, it was, it was, you know, I, I had realized like the reason why a job that doesn't end is scary is because if you don't do anything, you will stay there forever. So Grande Decaf was really just a clarion call for me, and I got out of there as soon as possible and took a job at a magnificent paradise of summer camp that completely changed my life and had an end date. Thank you.